welcome, 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 welcome. Wow, what an intro that was. But welcome to Secondary Fermentation, hosted by East Carolina Beer and Brewing. And you know what that means, we have... Nick. The author of such posts as New Release and NC Beer of the Week. And we also have the illustrious Lauren Chambers. Self-appointed creative director. Yeah, self-appointed creative director. And then you have me, Joe, also author of such posts as New Release and NC Beer of the Week. And sometimes homebrew when we feel like posting that content. But thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, it's exciting to, to start a podcast. And it's something we've kind of played around with a little bit. I guess we might just like hearing ourselves talk or something. But we also like goofing awesome, around man. and having a, yeah. a fun time. <laughs> Some combination of that. Yeah. So I guess, Nick, what, what, what does it mean, secondary fermentation? Where did we come up with the name? Well, the idea it came to me in a dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, quite frankly, we we were brainstorming, uh, of course, having a couple beers and uh, just kind of spitballing some ideas for names of this podcast and all the other good ones um, were taken. So yeah, there's a lot of beer podcasts out there, and they all have really good names. Um, well, so we kind of went through just some standard jargon terminology of beers. Uh, I said secondary fermentation, and it really struck a chord with Joe, and he actually brought up a good point how it actually really ties in. It's got sort of a, a metaphoric sense to it, I guess, with um, what we're doing here with this yeah. podcast. Yeah, I mean, we're coming up on, on year two, and hopefully by the time this is released, it will be for our our one-year anniversary of East Carolina Beer and Brewing, so exciting stuff, so in a couple weeks that'll be coming, but this is kind of a culmination of that, and it's our our second dive into the media that we're producing, the content we're, we're coming up with here, and also it's kind of fun, because secondary fermentation is, is a little bit of a lost technique in in homebrewing and kind of regarded as unnecessary so i mean that's like this whole podcast is yeah. is unnecessary and just just, <laughs> just for good fun <laughs> so yeah. we're keeping it what, what are your thoughts on the matter lauren i mean don't worry we're not quitting our day jobs <laughs> oh i already put in my resignation oh, what? <laughs> oh no <laughs> well um yeah it's, it's funny you bring your point up it's like every beer recipe or tutorial i watch now if i watch like a brewer's video it's all about how can we shorten the fermentation time? How can we logger faster? It's like everything's about speed now. There's no uh, desire to, to prolong oh, yeah. the brewing process. So, yeah, I mean, cutting out any extra step is sort of paramount to brewing these days, at least mm-hmm. homebrewers. So. Yeah, and it's it's it changes over time, too. You know, listening to podcasts and even listening. So, first started homebrewing, you know, I got my kit, got a the John Palmer How to Brew book. And in that older version, you know, he really did was a proponent of doing a secondary fermentation, you know, to clean up some of those flavors that can uh, maybe come from sitting on the troop or some of that, that uh, hop residue from the boil. But even now, he's saying, you know, not really a necessary step. By the time you, you pull it off and the exposure is really minimal, so you're not getting a ton of that. But we thought, hey, secondary fermentation, probably no one's using that anymore. <laughs> no one's going to use that name, but exactly. it fits in perfectly for a couple of reasons. But uh, I guess that kind of segues us into, we didn't really start with, what is East Carolina Beer and Brewing, and, and how did that even get started? Yeah, so um, for those that are maybe, f- this is your first exposure to us, uh, Joe and I, and of course with the help of Lauren, with her creative wisdom, uh, Joe and I started a, uh, a blog, East Carolina Beer and Brewing. Its uh, intention was to 
have us explore, I guess, the beers in North Carolina. Yeah, basically an excuse to, to drink crap oh, yeah. beer. <laughs> I mean, it was a it was a no-brainer for me when you brought it up. So, um, And it's really brought us, uh, over the last almost a year now, it's been really cool because um, what started off as just sort of a passion project has got us, uh, I don't know, we've, we've met some really cool people along the way. We've got breweries that are very um, on board with what we do, and they are really supportive of us. We try to be supportive of our local breweries as well. Yeah. Um, we're always kind of, kind of changing up what our scope is for things. I think this is kind of what brought us to the podcast was that we've done, you know, a, a website with a blog. We've done some Instagram content. We've done some video content. We're kind of ramping up the video content now, too. Um, this just seemed like kind of the next logical step is to, to break into some podcasting, see how that goes. And I know it's a very uh, consumable form of media for people, so... Yeah. Um, and like you said, I... Yeah, and I think, I mean, the whole thing that I love about the the whole East Carolina beer and brewing, you know, even though we're not out there, like, pushing it hard and, you know, we don't have a bazillion followers and, and all that stuff, but it's made us intentional about our, our beer journey and things, so we seek out places that we wouldn't normally go to, and, yeah. and we're kind of like, oh, hey, it's for the blog, but it's just really because we like going <laughs> to different places it's and checking out craft beer. <laughs> And we, we drag Lauren along with us and say, hey, let's go uh, to Beaufort, you know, and drive a couple hours just to go to a couple of craft breweries. Or, hey, let's go, you know, out to Raleigh and do a, a beer tour. Or, you know, hey, let's go to Wilmington and, and just try up all the things. So it's great because it's made us a little bit more intentional and, and it's a little extra excuse to put a little more effort in going out to try some other craft beers. What are your thoughts on the matter, Lauren? I'm curious to what you think. Well, as someone who was gluten-free for five years, I wasn't drinking beer at all. Um, and I mean, I think beer is an acquired taste, so this has kind of been fun for me I don't to care kind of... if it's free. I get that out of my brain. But, um, like I was saying, <laughs> um, so I think this has been fun for me to kind of challenge my palate and really introduce me back into beer. And, you know, I... I guess a year ago or a year and a half ago even I wouldn't have drank an IPA and now I drink them more regularly yeah um, it, I, it's been cool watching your your palate evolve over time because you've really you know first you're like oh dark beers oh that's too hoppy and then you're kind of like doing that transition I think it's it's a rapid transition probably because I'm forcing you uh, <laughs> at times but it's I think yeah. it took I don't know, at least for me anyway, that evolution period of what beers I liked was over several years, you know, it was like, all right, Keystone Light in college, and then, oh, let's go to the beer store, oh, this bottle looks cool, and it's just got like a dark beer, or, you know, I remember I loved Young's Double Chocolate Style, like that was my favorite beer for a long time in those nitro cans, and then I feel like those stouts and porters were kind of like a gateway into some different flavors in beer and then I was like oh I'm not really a huge fan of those grassy flavored beers and no oh, I don't like that but then it's just over time you transition and transition yeah. and then you kind of go back to oh what are these clean lagers clean pilsners what are those and but you just get to, to enjoy like a myriad of flavors and your palate is really widened so you, you're kind of like oh I'm in a mood for this kind of beer now versus uh, this is all I drink yeah I want Bud Light only. Now, sometimes, though, when we're looking at beer, if it does have a cool label, I'm more inclined to try it. Yeah, on marketing yeah. ploys. Because <laughs> if it's like Hazy IPA and there's four selections and you're like, well, this one has the coolest art on the can, it's got to taste good, dude. 
Yeah, uh, that was like the time I bought a uh, a can of uh, the brown note from Against the Grain. It was <laughs> purely because the can yeah. had somebody's soiled underwear on the front. I mean, it was a cartoon. But Nick likes that those kind of things, you know. Yeah, so. I mean, you give me something, <laughs> something a little bit uh, raunchy humor, I'm probably down for that. But interesting, I heard you both mention that. I, mean, I knew Lauren was like really big into dark beer at first, which always surprised me coming from somebody that was not a beer drinker that was like yeah. exclusively seltzer, cider, anything not glutinous. Was it glutinous? Glut- Glut- yeah, Glut- glutinous. Gluten filled. Gluten filled. Gluten filled. And Joe, I just you know heard you mention how you know you dive you know dove right into dark beer, your you know stouts and porters early on, and then kind of progressed into IPAs because I sort of did an opposite transition from you know your cheap beer i went into ipas first wasn't really a big fan of the dark roasty malt beers the porters the stouts were you a fan of like the west coast hoppy big hot i mean because i feel like those were i mean hazies weren't really like too much of a thing when when we first were liking it so it was either like you get the bitter hop blaster or you get the you know the porter the imperial stouts or the milk stouts and things yeah 100 percent was you know my my introduction to IPA was definitely more the West Coast style, that really kind of vegetal, grassy, um, bitter IPA, which, again, acquired taste for sure. Um, yeah. My first one did not go well, but it was, uh, it was yeah, it was, well, it was also Goose Island, and no offense to Goose Island, but, um, you know, it, it's something I had to sort of experiment and dabble. And then, oh, yeah. Um, I don't really know at what point I just kind of acquired a taste for the stouts it might have been more dessert stouts or um yeah i, I did drink guinness yeah. a lot in college and that's you know a very 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 light oh, quarter but um <laughs> i love guinness the dry stout but yeah and it's such a light beer too it's so funny like when i first tried guinness i just had this vivid memory in my friend's dorm room we had guinness in a red solo cup and all i could think of is it tasted like soy sauce it was the weirdest <laughs> thing because now i taste it i'm like this tastes nothing, nothing like, like that sauce. but i have this like distinct like it was super like umami super salty taste are you actually sure it was yeah maybe they was, were messing with me and poured some soy sauce, sauce. In, a, in a cup but i watched them pour <laughs> it i was um i don't know maybe it was sitting in the dorm closet too long hidden from the ra i don't know but <laughs> I, I always like the nitro cans too because people would just I think they used to still have those like the little widget inside yeah and then they changed it to where a lot of nitro cans now just have that one mechanism where it it's like pops yeah it, it expels the the nit- nitrogen but then it's just like there's nothing inside of it it's no, weird, yeah you know? or like stuck to it or something so uh, yeah so it's uh, definitely uh, we, we've all kind of come to a point where we like all styles I think now it's fair to say there's not really a beer style that I avoid at all. I may gravitate towards IPAs. The New England IPAs are, you know, definitely really yeah. really popular right now too. A lot of breweries are doing that. I think that appeals to a lot more palates just because you get those there's, juicy, citrusy yeah. notes. And there's so much out there too. I feel like there's a lot of like beers, you know, I don't know. There's just ev- tons of things. And I don't know, sometimes we're, we get on untapped and we're like in the pursuit of what can I get that I haven't tried yet? That's, and then sometimes I find myself hesitating to, to go back to a beer or like hesitate to gravitate, you know, like I don't want to yeah. stick to a certain style because <laughs> I don't want to be like, Oh, I'm just going to get locked into this. And there's so much out there to try. Like I see my friends on Untapped, that's like 6,000 unique beers that they've had. And I'm like, Holy crap. How am I ever going to experience that much? And, and then sometimes I'm like, 
Wait. It's a journey. Yeah. <laughs> it's a journey. It's a marathon. It's a journey. It's a yeah, yeah. So, no, that's why. Although sometimes it feels like a sprint. But yeah, yeah. But no, that I mean, when we went to Duck Rabbit a couple weeks ago, I really love that because they've got four beers on top. So if you're going there, either you're going to have four of their beers or you're going to have one twice or something. And, yeah. and we had that Martin and I, I had that twice because it was so good. Like, it was good. I'm like, I'm going to have this again. And I think there's some... It's nice with that that simplicity. Yeah. You don't have to go when there's 200 taps uh, and, or yeah. something crazy like that. Because then it's hard to pass up having like a flight or having multiple different yeah. ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you can't. You're not just like let me stick to this one. I want to go all in the pursuit. Give me it all. Untap all the beer. <laughs> Give me the beer. I haven't had this one yet. I need it. I need it. I guess, yeah, you would. <laughs> if you all use use untap, you know what we're talking about as far as just getting the numbers up and. Gotta get my stats, bro. And I will say, I think if we tracked from when we started this last September till now, I can almost guarantee a, a large percentage of my total check-ins over in the last year. Oh, just and I, sure. I started in 2018, I think, and I was kind of slow, uh, but it's really ramped up. And then, I mean, I'm at like 1100 something now. Oh so. yeah, I think my untapped profile yeah. was created in 2014, and I like didn't even have hardly anything and we just boosted it up you know through i for, would forget to check them in and, yeah. or like not even really do it but then when i started paying attention and, and saying oh have i tried this have i like this before then i really started logging them and, and doing i still forget to check them in though because i'm like I, I had this like two weeks ago <laughs> i did not check this in but it, yeah but it's That's yeah. the worst when you find that out yeah but mm-hmm. uh it's definitely what i use when i go to uh to buy beer too now if i go to the, the bottle shop or somewhere um I'm looking on my app. I'm bringing my phone out. Um, if I go anywhere traveling and I'm at the store buying beer, I'm checking what have I not tried, what breweries yeah. am I not familiar with. And it's um, it's a little, I mean, you can call it what you want, but it, I mean, it, it's helped me expand my palate a little bit. It's helped me just, you know, I'm ex- I feel like I'm exploring the world in a way by mm-hmm. by drinking beer. Yeah, kind of like your, so, your beer from every state very culturally, challenge. I mean, yeah. You're trying yeah, to- that's, yeah, that's... What was the start date of um, East Carolina Beer and Brewing? 15th. Yeah, uh, our first we, post went live. Or our first, our first blog was the 18th, 18th, and then we... September. Yeah. yeah. Right, so... Um, Let's see, show results. How does it show uh, me Lawrence, how many beers? Oh, you're Lawrence actually getting the stats. Up. Yeah, how do I show how many beers I've had? This is 293. Oh, so I've had... So I've had 293 since we started the blog. And I've, I have 490 or 429 to I don't even want to look. So that's really a large chunk. Yeah, I mean. I feel like that's a lot. It's a lot, yeah. It's a lot. I mean, it's a lot, but also, I mean, you're thinking you have tasters in there. You've had yes, yes. small things. It's not Thank like you've you. slogged that many beers down. Correct, you're right. You raging alcoholic. Actually, yes. sorry, 2015 yeah. was when my profile was created. Uh, mine says uh, 676. Whoa. So I in the last, well, it's actually been less than a year. Six hundred seventy-six beers out of my eleven hundred thirteen. So yeah, I was right. I yeah, mine was six thirty-one. <laughs> Holy well, <laughs> the thing is, these are not all full beers too. Cause no, we, we've done like we've done some little festivals where you get tasters and it's oh, like yeah. unlimited tasters. You get like thirty or, at a rip then. Yeah. And then I also count when I taste yours. Yeah, yeah. Um, I count yeah. when I taste yours too. So. Going on trips and stuff. Cheating. Like, <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, yeah, yeah, something coming up too. You probably get a lot of check-ins from that. Oh yeah, going to Portlandia. Portland's gonna be definitely um, good. Well, we're gonna be camping out in the wilderness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, so 
Pending COVID stuff. Pending COVID, we're going to slap some breweries, go to old Beervana. While socially distance. Socially distance. Got to do it. Yeah, exactly. Keep them away. Stay away from my beer. Yes. Love it. Speaking of beer, are you guys getting thirsty? Yeah. Getting yes. a thirsty. I am as well. And um, kind of going back to one of my last comments um, about going to bottle shops, um, I picked up this beer today for... Um, ours t- to crack. It's called the uh, Zirkus Fest Oktoberfest from Highwire. That's in Asheville. They also have a uh, taproom in Wilmington, right? Yes, yes, um, they do. Which we need to check out Yeah, we've not been there yet. Um, actually, this was the gold medal winner at the 2016 Great American Beer Festival for the uh, German style Meritzen category. Ooh. Uh, so I'm excited to try oh. this. So it's um, kind of like PBR. Yeah. Because it has a ribbon, right? Kind of like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. damn. It's just like PBR. It won a ribbon once. That's I, if it is, then pretty I apologize. <laughs> this is all I'm just like. If this beer is my bad. It's all my fault. But uh, big shout out to uh, Driver Street Bottle Shop here in Greenville. Um, they've always got a great selection. Um, I went there today after work to see what they had, and I was looking for a Meritzen or Oktoberfest beer. Um, we'll go into that a little more later, but uh, a lot of selection. I never had before. I referred to my Untapped app and confirmed. <laughs> confirmed Joe hadn't had it, and Lauren had not had it. Um, so research, Science. you know, it's, it's, it's a labor of love really. Um, but yeah, huge thanks to Jarvis street. Um, if you guys are in the area, definitely check them out. Um, their bottle selection and their or Canon bottle selection is always changing. They really like to do local NC stuff, but they also get things from out of state. Um, plus got, you can grab a cold one while you're that's true. the aisles. Which is, what better way to buy beer at the store than to have one in your hand, too? Exactly. It inspires you. You can also buy um, brewing... uh, Homebrew stuff, Yeah, homebrew recipe uh, ingredients, things like that. Um, And even some hardware, too. They have a little bit of this and that. I got some washers from there one time. But it's a pretty nice little shop. They got yeast hops, little little selection. Which is nice, because there's not a homebrew shop in Greenville. We don't have one for miles and miles and miles. So you pretty much are either ordering your stuff or driving out to Raleigh or, or somewhere else. Um, but it definitely helped us out in, in a pinch yeah. getting some, some things we needed and uh, always hooking us up with good beer. So, uh, so yeah, again, we, we, Jarvis Street, yeah, killer. Love those guys. Um, we'll have to go back and restock because my beer fridge is actually getting a little bit empty. Scant. Yeah. Mine too. So Making you know sound. what that means. We talked it up, but it's time to crack a beer. Oh, yeah. It wasn't quite as loud and crisp cracking sound as I was hoping, so hopefully it sounds great on the microphone. All right, let's pour it. What we got? Too bad you probably can't hear the pouring. Oh, yeah. We need to get some uh, ASMR um, equipment. Beer pour- yeah. Fizz, fizz. Beautiful head. Thanks. I'm so happy. <laughs> I wasn't talking about your face. <laughs> <laughs> What, you, what are we looking at here? We're looking at this beer. It looks nice and clear. It looks very appealing. It's like an amber color. I mean, we're in a little bit of a low light living room yeah. here, so it's hard. To, but it's like an amber, dark honey, gold kind of color. Nice white head. A lot of bubbles, varying shapes and sizes. Love it. Yeah. Effervescent. Oh, yeah. Tons of effervescence coming the glass um did we mention there's a bearded lady on the can yes that was my first thing that i looked at i always look at the can artwork and i thought that that was bearded lady in a dirndl yeah or drindle 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 the traditional oktoberfest (laughs) german uh, clothing for a a woman um 
Yeah, this is a uh, six percenter, which is about standard for any of your Oktoberfest uh, Meritsons, Fest beers. That five and a half, six percent range is going to be pretty standard. Like, yeah, like Joe said, that really nice amber kind of dark honey colors, really appealing. Yeah. Um, I get super stoked about this style of beer every year. Um, super stoked. Not gonna make it make that a secret. I mean, I'm not the only one. It's not like I'm unique or anything, but. Yeah, I also like on the can, they've got these little, like, meters, like, hops, malt, and color. Like, they've oh, got, yeah, like, yeah. little things. Instead of listing, like, SRM and, and IBUs and all that jazz, they just give you a little meter. It's, like, hops, less, malt, medium. you got yeah. some malt in there. That's pretty cool about Highwire, though. You know, also medium, a little low, a little shmedium medium. Color. I never thought to describe color as schmedium, but now, shmedium. now I have to. Schmedium. Um, this actually is pretty nice, though, because if you're somebody that's not really... Uh, that accustomed to picking out new beers and you're just not sure um, if you're going to like something, at least you've got a some sort of benchmark yeah, here. You know, if you're not well-versed in the technical language of beer characteristics. Like we are, yes. Science, not really. I, I, yeah, I wish I was more, but... I like Warren's glass. It's got that nice uh, yeah. big, my, big imperial no-nick no pint. pint glass. No-nick pint, yeah. I should have given you the no-nick pint. The no-nick oh. pint. Oh. <laughs> nice. Not the last bad pun of the podcast, I'm sure. So, what do you think about the beer, Lauren? Tell me. Tell me your thoughts. I'd love to hear them. Mm, so would everyone else that's probably not listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone really wants to know my thoughts. Um, I think it's uh, a little bready and honey E. Ooh. honey E. E. Mm-hmm. Do you like um, it? Yeah, I don't hate it. This is... So... Of styles of beer, this is not my, like, go-to. This is not what I would, like, preferentially pick. But um, I think it's very smooth. I uh, don't really taste any kind of bitterness. Yeah, I mean, minimal. That's kind of, yeah, a little bit of the style. There's, like, a presence of hop just from from there. But it's pretty... It's actually a little, I think, on the sweeter side almost Mm -hmm. for me. Um, And it's a little, like thicker and and it's like it's funny that i feel like all the the style you know every brewery's take on this is just a touch different you know we've had some that are a little smoother a little lighter um but this one is very full flavored uh lends to the sweeter side for me and just a touch of undertone of like bittering hops at the very end to dry it out i think but it's not bad yeah um i like it i think uh one thing about the Meritzen or the Oktoberfest beer that's uh, pretty interesting is, yeah, there's that variance you get from brewery to brewery. And it, it is, I mean, it's a beer that's been around for centuries, so of course it's going to evolve a little bit. But I think recently um, it's really had a an influx of just different stylization of the, of yeah. the beer. Um, so, Lauren, you don't like this, but like, or maybe you don't like it as much but like the fest beer are you more inclined for that that kind of like the paler lager that like i know last year when we went to Oktoberfest, um local oak had meritson and they had the the fest yeah, beer and they made a fest do you recall that? is that like more your yeah more your bag i guess you're also not a lager person i'm are not you? and lager's probably at the bottom lager I barely and, know then be- <laughs> and then be- and then be- 
below that is my Hefeweizen. Oh. I don't enjoy the Hefeweizen. You don't like Hefeweizen, yeah? I don't like that banana-y... You know, Basically, you don't like Belgian stuff either. Yes, so I'm not like into that realm. You gotta have like a, either a so hoppy beer or a dark beer. That's kind of her... I'm, yeah. I'm guessing that's kind of... And yes. sour American ales. But only like one sour, because then it'd make my tummy hurt. Oh. Yeah, oh. They're, they're a little bit acidic, yeah. <laughs> um, I yeah, I've really come to like these too. Like it's usually was not something that I'd be like on the menu and be like, yeah, I want that for sure. Um, but now I, I'm looking at it, enjoying it more, um, and I, I I gravitate towards them. I don't yeah. hesitate to gravitate. <laughs> I hesitate to to to. I don't um, wait. I don't know what I'm gonna say here, but I just order it. <laughs> They're yeah. good. They're fr- I'm looking forward to Oktoberfest this year. Oh yeah, yeah. It's um. I just got my new Leerhosen in the mail today. Actually, I didn't have time Ooh, to try them on. Try them on yet? No, oh, you have to let me know. Yeah, no, I, I got some. Mine last year. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame. Well, and I, I will wear yours. There we go. You could, yeah, you could wear mine, and, and I'll get you a dirndl. Yeah, I'll get it. <laughs> Dress looks pretty comfortable. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Especially on a hot day, you get a it little does. bit of. There is a breeze, and you can just like. Yeah. Will my cleavage be showing? Probably a little. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Get a nice, get a nice push-up bro. Maybe I'll get yeah. free beers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe. Free beers. I don't recall getting free beers last year, but okay. Ooh. Also, what we need to do in prep is to get big old liter cans of uh, polliner. Is was that our? We got those signs from last year, the yeah. big ones, oh, yeah. the big leader ones. Where was that from? Uh, they were selling them at Taft, yeah. another great bottle shop in Greenville. Yeah. Um, but they sold it as like a box set with this the big leader sign and the can inside of it, like the big boy can. Remember? Yeah, I didn't enjoy that beer either. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that's more because that's more the fest beer. Yeah, like, it's more of like just kind of. That I don't know if it was just that one. I enjoyed both type. Naughty Dogs and Local Oaks yeah. fest beer. Is it bad that I actually already thought about that? That before we go to Oktoberfest, well, our our Oktoberfest in Greenville, yeah. um, that I was gonna pregame with a with, <laughs> a, with a leader. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like it's just you know, because you don't get a, you don't really get the leaders steins here where we're going, and it's you know, understandable. Yeah, I mean, they can't so. be serving a leader leader to everyone. Actually, wait, aren't they two leader steins? No, they're not. There's leaders. No, that's that'd be, that'd be a lot. <laughs> that would like, be a that lot. That would be very you know, irresponsible. Can I get yeah. a liter of cola? Well, because I also got the half liter one. I was I was confusing that one, the, the sixteen ounce stein, oh. which is nice for just a just a little, a little just you know, yes. little pinty boy. That's yeah. what I prefer. Lauren, where does Merton come from? What does that mean? Um, School us. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just here for um, the creative part of this podcast. Yes, your creativity <laughs> is outflowing. It's yeah. flowing. We appreciate that. So, yes. Your knowledge. That's what we appreciate. Well, in case you're wondering, you. tell me it about is, it. Uh, beer of March or something along those like lines. A it's a German translation. Yes, it's usually yeah. brewed in March and set to lager for many months until Oktoberfest. Time. Which is normally in September. Yes. Yeah. So it's that's that's common misconception that it's in October, uh, but yeah. it actually ends like the first Sunday of yeah. October. So, so Merton, March mm. beer. Yeah. Best beer is is sim- very similar, but just a yeah. Little, What's a the key lighter. difference? 
It's really interesting. <laughs> um, so, I you know, reading to this a little bit, because I, I was curious, too, like, why they have two different styles, because last year is my first real introduction to having the the option of a Meritzen or a Fest beer. I think most breweries just choose one or the other, and the Fest beer has become sort of the norm. It actually is the only beer that they serve at Oktoberfest in Munich. Yeah. They, they don't, don't serve, serve the in there anymore. Which is crazy, because that was the the beer that started it all when, back in the um, 1800s when they had Oktoberfest. Um, but what happened essentially was like, I don't know, I think it was, in, it was actually recently, in the 1970s or 80s, um, Paul and I actually started to, I don't know if they were getting feedback from people that they just, you know, the beer was too full, the Meritzen was like too dark and too full, mm. too rich, too malty. So people were really gravitating towards like the Hellas and the, the Pilsners, those pale lagers. Mm. So they were trying to like experiment and create a new um, a new beer that would actually be dr- yeah. lighter, dr- uh, still crisp, still so, some of that you know, similar malt flavor, but a lot more crushable i guess for like an all-day fest yeah but then they were logging in there on taps and saying these pilsners are too lagery than <laughs> yeah. for me or like this yeah. pils- this is more lager than pilsner <laughs> yeah but back when the, the the early untapped days yeah <laughs> <laughs> circa 1970 yeah so um i actually just i learned that um really the fest beer became the staple around like 1990 something like we're talking like 30 ish only years it's been around the fest beer itself Whereas the Meritzen has been around, you know, yeah. actually it's been around since the 1600s, but it became the flagship Oktoberfest beer in the 1800s. So, um, interesting now that just the Fest beer is sort of taken over, and now that's, you know, the only beer that's served at Oktoberfest, the the authentic ones in Germany. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it's just essentially just a, a paler lager, it's a pale German lager that was um, supposed to appeal to more people because it was not as you know, heavy or dark, uh, uh, which is, you know, that's again a personal, you know, opinion. I can drink more and you know, feel That's true. Cool. The more and you eat know. eat more pretzels. Eat more pretzels, exactly. Or more bratwurst. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. And, brat- yeah, and they pair it really well with food. Pretzels, yes. bratwurst. Pretzels, you know. yeah. I like a nice, warm, fresh pretzel with extra salt and some mustard. Why did she say mustard? Well, like because that. you like Ooh. cheese. It's beer like, cheese. You like beer cheese. See, I'm yeah. just not a big cheese. I don't like liquid cheese. Not, <laughs> like that doesn't appeal to me. Yo, at can all. I get some of that liquid cheese? Like I love hard cheeses. I love a charcuterie board. Like that's my jam. But liquid cheese is not charcuterie. Is that a song by Alan Jackson? Excuse me? That's, that's, that's the Chattahoochee. <laughs> How's it going, Lauren? Yeah, yeah. So no, I went down yonder on a Chattahoochee. <laughs> what is a Chattahoochee? Is that, uh, it's we a, don't, don't want to know. Isn't it? No, I thought it was a body of water. Maybe. In the it song, is. it is. I don't know. Uh, yes. <laughs> he mentions muddy water, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah he does. So, never knew how much that muddy water meant to me. me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Learned how to swim. Learned who it was. <laughs> about life. A about life. This is now the karaoke podcast. Spoken word karaoke podcast. And this is after, or like half a beer in, so I <laughs> yeah. can't imagine when I finish this if I'm going to carry a tune at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do a little blind dance. I'm a little flat right now. I should probably. <clears throat> la, la, la. <laughs> um, another fun fact about these two different styles I mean, we're doing the Meritzen, but kind of going back to the Meritzen Fest beer 
debate or comparison. Um, we talked about how Meritsons really have become. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot more like artistic creativity with these with brewers. Like they take some. I don't want to say liberties, but you know, there's some that lend themselves to be a little sweeter, kind of that mm-hmm. honey, um, that you know, cracker biscuity flavor. Then there's some that are a little bit more. Uh, I don't say roasty malt, but um, you know, they, they kind of maybe go back to some of the early Meritsons where they they were definitely a little more dark. They were kind of more like a doppelback initially before they lightened to this amber color that we know today. But um, yeah, the variations, the, the the style has really evolved a lot over the last handful of years um and uh whereas the fest beer really has not it's just ever since it was brewed it's been pretty consistent the recipes used by most brewers um it's like very similar to a pilsner though that's the thing that's interesting to me is why not just call it a pilsner but different hops used i suppose and you know i just i guess the hop flavor really comes across um you get a lot of a lot more of that kind of like spicy floral hop um while maintaining a really light, palatable beer. So it really works well for, I think, for an all-day festival. Yeah. You really drink them down and not feel too full. And I just I just can't drink a lot of cheap beer anymore. Like, no, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's, I don't, I don't know, the flavors change so much. In, I mean, not that it actually has, because they're super good at creating consistent, never-changing beers. But just that flavor... Just not really appealing anymore, you know. It's like, eh. Maybe every once in a while, get a PBR, but that doesn't even really count. Yeah. I mean, it has a blue ribbon. Once. Is a blue ribbon better than like a gold? Yeah. Well, I guess ribbons blue is the best, right? Because that's first place. I think it is. Yeah, blue is the best at like the county fair. Like metals, 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 gold. Yeah. When you got your hog, it's like, I got my 400 pound hog. (laughs) It's the best hog It's the blue ribbon winner. It's got the curliest tail. Oh, okay. Didn't didn't know you did that. You didn't know that I was a hog wrangler? I did not. I didn't know that because Joe grew up in like upstate New York, but apparently he's hog a wrangling. hog wrangling. Hey, I went to I the Kanye Fair. I ain't never seen no hogs Joe has. You went to the, no, I didn't Con- know. I think the Kanye Fair. I was <laughs> <laughs> the Kanye. Yes, yes. We, uh, we had the Kanye Fair. Yeah. <laughs> it was very quite I'm not quite sure he has hogs at his fair, but... No, no. They, they did have pig. They would have, at the county fair, they'd have pig races. Huh. And they'd run around a little track. I mean, but, I, I, mean I, I didn't like, I didn't... Yeah have one i wasn't a proprietor of, of pig racing oh, okay. but i would uh, watch it as a child as a spectator yeah and spectate yeah yeah spectate i'd spectate that now that sounds fun <laughs> so watch some pigs running around what um i'll, I'll go to lauren what what is your uh what's your favorite part about oktoberfest besides the beer obviously is the best part even though you just said you don't really like lagers we're gonna ignore that so what's your what's your favorite maybe, aspect about going to like an Oktoberfest? You can't say looking at me in Lederhosen. Oh, That's what my answer is. <laughs> That's what Nick says. You can't take that. Dibs. <laughs> um. Wow. So last year was my first Oktoberfest experience. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Meredith let me borrow her outfit, so I wore that, oh, and yeah. that was fun getting dressed up. Why? She must have been busy. Where, where was she? She, had she missed one of them. Yeah. Because Tyler came. Both yeah, Tyler's here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, and she came to the second one. These are so our what are you going to do this year? Are you going to do your own? Yeah, sorry. I'm going to try on uh, Joe's Lederhosen and see if they fit. 
Um, and I might steal that. Yeah, you could just tie your hair and put a, hat, a, hat, a German hat on. Oh, yeah, we need a hat for you. Lorenzo. Lorenzo. Yes. The most Italian, or er, German of names, Lorenzo. <laughs> I just love, so I really do enjoy any time of, any type you, oh my gosh, any time you're able to like many, get dressed how up. How many half of those beers did you only, have so far? I mean, I've only had half of this. But like any time you're able to like get dressed up for an occasion and it's like a yeah. theme. I love themed parties. I loved Why don't we gatherings. do more of those? Well, you know, there's this thing um, like COVID and you know, that's oh. really limited a we, lot yeah. of our social interactions and gathering because we are responsible individuals. Yeah, we're we all... Well, I'm, they live together, but I'm six feet away from them. You can't tell because you're just listening to my voice. But he basically yes. can you tell? Like too. when I talk and Joe talks, we're six feet apart. You can, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so far. Yeah. Hey, Nick, what are you doing over there? Huh? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, I agree. No, that's. I think that's a fun part of it. Um, and the yeah. food. I really love food. I like to eat. Yeah, I mean, it's just the social aspect of it. It's, I don't know. It's like any beer fest and. They, you know, they always say beer is the social lubricant, which is a weird term, but it's it's true. I mean, you get greased up on a couple beers, and your your, your lips start flapping. You start talking to some random people, <laughs> and uh, you know that's uh, that's one of my favorite things. I love. I've said this a million times, but I love belling up to a bar and you know just talking to whoever comes by. You know, like that's one thing about airport beers that are good too is like some random person going somewhere you know you could talk to him you could not talk to him but you might after a beer you're feeling a little bit more like talking to somebody finding out their story a little more lubricated yes (laughs) i I don't i don't lubricate yourself in an airport that's the moral of the story (laughs) let the beer do that for you Yes, we're yes. talking about the social scene. Socially yeah. lubricated. Socially lubricated. <laughs> well, sometimes that gets you into trouble, though, because then you're stuck at an airport bar listening to a stranger tell you about how he's trying to go meet this woman who he's going to marry eventually, but the Puerto Rican cartel or mafia owns her right now, and he's trying to free her. <laughs> you haven't heard this and story. And he's going to bring down the whole, the whole uh, organization or the whole operation, he said. He's like, I can make one call and I can shut this whole thing down. So I told him, you better take my $1,000 and just let her go. I'm not paying the $30,000 you are asking for. And I sat there in disbelief that this is actually a real person's story. Yes, so that also backfires. The, yeah. the talking to random people does occasionally backfire. You some crazies. There are Red some airport people. was that? Oh, and he was so disillusioned that he Charlotte? didn't realize oh. that he was being baited into... Hadn't he paid her like fifty thousand dollars? Oh, he never sent her money, and but See, all of his kids were warning him, like, "Dad, you're getting scammed. Like, this woman, like, she doesn't love you. She doesn't want you to be with her. Like, she just wants you to pay and get her freedom." And he's like, "I, you know, I don't believe my kids." And I, yeah, I felt, I felt bad, but also oh he was, he was very heavily drunk at this point. So I was like, "You need to stop buying these vodka Red Bulls." Also, vodka. Oh Red yeah, Bull, vodka they, Red Bull at the airport. Oh, damn. Yeah. What are you doing, man? And why would you do that when you're at Wicked Weed? Would you have so many great beer yeah. options in front of you and you yeah. choose vodka oh, Red yeah. Bull? That's That's, nice I was a little perturbed. That, that was the worst part of the whole exchange is that the guy was buying vodka Red Bull at Wicked Weed. That's when we went there. And, you know, people are, you know, we're at Wicked Weed in, in Charlotte Airport and we're, 
you know, hanging out, having some of their nice, like, sour, sour, uh, you know, experiment stuff and all that. I mean, it was a little bit more of their commercially available stuff. It wasn't oh, like their yeah, but they have some wacky stuff, but it was, it was still, I mean, like, good craft beer. And they also have a full bar, and people are coming up and like, you have bottle light? Do you have, you know, Nick Ultra? Can I get a Jaeger bomb? No, I don't think anybody actually wanted a <laughs> Jaeger bomb, but it was, you know, similar to that. So it was sad. Damn. But they're trying to make money, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. It's Can't a bar. Do. Yeah, I wonder if it was even... I, it probably is just, like, licensed by them or something, or yeah. an airport owns it or something. Who knows? I don't know how any of that works. Oh, oh, speaking of that, did you guys see, like, a while ago, there was a some guy posted online that there was an airport... Was it in Newark? It was some airport uh, in, like, near New York City. They were charging 25 or $27 for a Sam Adams... Like Boston Lager or whatever. <laughs> For how much? Like one beer. It was like the the summer ale. I think. Yeah, the yeah. summer ale. That's what it was. Sam Adams summer ale, and they were like charging I've had that. It. I wouldn't pay. Who would pay that? More than a few bucks for it. A crazy person. But then they like went through and like audited all their prices, and I guess they lowered it down to like you know just in the teens. So don't a reasonable fifteen dollars <laughs> airport. <laughs> yes, I can buy a whole twelve pack of this beer for the same price that I purchased one at the airport. Think you're that's paying a, for convenience in that setting. Yeah, you're still. paying for price gouging at that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, let me scalp you a beer in the airport. <laughs> the Colorado, the Denver um, airport has what place did we go? We were flying back. They had a nice uh, brewery in there. What was that Breckenridge, Breckenridge, I think, or it's uh, oh no, yeah. what's the one that does like the that one really good like vanilla porter? Oh. Is that Breckenridge or I'm thinking of? No, it wasn't that. It was, um, oh gosh, I can't remember what it was. But we sat there for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that was like It's kind of like experience. off of the, it's like, it's off the terminal kind of. Well, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's on a small terminal. Yeah. yeah. It was Breckenridge. I think it was what too. What is that? Um, but anyway, you can find some good stuff in airports. Like the, yeah. is it Baltimore that has the flying dog? Yes. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. then uh, some other random you know, oh, places yeah. around. I think it was Breckenridge. Oh yeah, Breckenridge. Yeah. yeah. Yes, okay. it, yeah, definitely was. Love me some airport beers. Yeah, that was a nice little tangent there from Oktoberfest airport beers, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we. Ended up how, here. How, did, where did, how did we get here? Um, my where closing remark about Oktoberfest before we kind of move on here is. Um, don't skimp on your Lederhosen. If you're going to buy Don't a Durgle or a Lederhosen, just pay for the nicer quality things. Because if you're going to wear it more than once, it's worth it. I bought the, I call it the costume grade Lederhosen last year. And within the first few hours of wearing it, I started to get a hole in the pocket. Um, eventually, both pockets had holes and I wasn't able to hold anything, which was annoying. And then I had yeah. to ask my friends to put my stuff in their purses. Um, yeah, because my, I purse my purse was at home, full. So. <laughs> yeah, Joe's was full, so I had asked Lauren. Um, so yeah, now I'm here. I am this year investing in another pair. Um, yeah, plus it's, they're a little nicer, but yeah, it's cool to have this the legit stuff because there are people who are like, oh, that's that's yeah. nice. Mine were felt last year. They weren't even like leather. Oh yeah, the hardest part mm. were mine last year with peeing because they had the button bib thing that folded down and then a button fly. So yeah. if you really had to pee, you're like in a mad dash to try to. Well, and you're drinking your, like eight. Yeah. Fest beers. You yeah, know, you're like, drinking fest beers. And you're going to have to urinate at some point. You're socially lubricated. Yes. You're ready to... <laughs> you're lubricated and you're ready to go pee. 
That's a good point, though. I, I didn't really touch on that, but... Yeah. Well, you can just undo the top and pull it down, I guess. Yeah. Sounds bad as, like, a, a romper, I imagine. Oh, yeah. Oh, rompers are the worst. I mean, that's... Well, I love rompers, but, yeah, to use the restroom, it makes it a little difficult. These are... Yeah. These are relevant problems to talk about, and it's... Um, especially when you're drinking a lot of beer. I mean, it becomes a, a really I mean, pressing it's issue. Life. Yeah. Yeah, Oktoberfest. Looking forward to it for sure. Yeah, me too. Only it's, a few it's, weeks out. It's, yeah, and, and by the time this comes out, it's going to be like around the here. corner. Yeah, so. and it, it really and it celebrates our one year. It's really perfect because I, I I do remember last year when we started East Carolina Beer and Brewing. It was right before the the first of a couple different Oktoberfests here in our neck of the woods. So it'll be a nice way to celebrate our one year uh, by drinking some good beer, dressing up as Lauren. Yay! Mentioned, so. I thought you were saying dressing up as Lauren. Dressing up as Lauren. <laughs> we're going wow. as Lauren. Wow. <laughs> that's going to be fun, yeah. guys. Flattering. Wait, what? I thought this was a costume party. <laughs> you showed like up as Batman to Oktoberfest. I don't like loggers. <laughs> I don't like loggers. Oh my God. Am I, is that a good Lauren? Do, oh I, do I sound like that? Don't give me any of those hafey bites no, I in. Don't I don't like hafey bites. I don't want a hafey whites in. <laughs> Oh yeah, don't think I think they actually call that's another name for the fest beer is like the Weizen. Weizen beer. Doesn't Weizen beer just mean yeah. like wheat beer? Wheat. Well, it's actually I think it's like Weizen is like fest. No, it's not. Or like fest. you're talking like W I E S. Yeah, W E I S N. Oh yeah, Weizen. Weizen. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody out there is gonna get pissed because we just that one guy that we see every year that he's like he's gotta be like authentic German. He he goes around and yells prose to everybody like. He's going to find us and beat us up because we yeah, just if may have said something If you're listening, sir, I apologize. <laughs> we love you. you are. Don't beat us up. I'm not sure you're listening, but if you are, I apologize. Yeah, nobody's listening to this, but it's okay. <laughs> it's just, it's all fun. Um, My yeah. mom will. Yeah, yeah Nick's mom. What's up, Hi, Nick's mom. mom. <laughs> Uh, yeah. This is my test, actually, to see if she listens to the whole thing because we're probably like 30, 40 minutes in. Hi, mom. If you... Address it now that I know you actually listened to the whole thing. You didn't just fast forward through. Yeah, thank this you. Is <laughs> this is a test. This is only a test. test. Um, and if you don't, then I will not see you at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Threats. That, that's cold. That's is, that, is that too much? That's a little cold. Yeah. A little yeah. All right, I'll see you at Christmas. Yeah. 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 All right, well, I guess that brings us into our other planned segment for, which will be a recurring theme through the, through the podcast. You'll find... Uh, it's called LC's Pick of the Week, where Lauren yeah. picks out a beer, unbeknownst to Nick and I, and uh, she serves it to us. Are you? Are we doing? So, are we doing blind tastings, or are we? Yes. Are you going to reveal the can to us that you have wrapped in two koozies that we can't see right now? <laughs> I am not going to reveal the can to okay. you guys. I want you to close your eyes. Okay. Um, Here's my glass. And just really, you know. I just want this to be a blind tasting experience, and so I'm kind of scared. I'm gonna honestly. pour. I'm gonna pour the glass, and you're gonna tell me a little bit before you open it, your eyes. Just tell me your thoughts about the smell. Okay. This is a lime marita. Um, <laughs> the taste. Ooh. How's it feel on your tongue? The aroma. Okay. Um, and then you're actually the last thing you're gonna do is look at it. Okay. Right? Last time. Okay. Yeah. Now, all right. So I'm not looking. So don't look. My eyes are closed. Yeah. Uh, so, are you going to 
Are you going to tell us if we're totally far off? All right. Oh, oh that sounded yeah, like a nitro. nitro. <laughs> all right, so first hint there, guys. So okay. did you know that actually you use all five senses when you taste a beer? Yeah. in your ears. It's funny that we both were like, nitro. Nitro. I guess you can just hear that nitro escaping from the little. Yeah, kind of funny because we talked about it earlier. I didn't even really like Yeah, me either. It was like, I didn't whoosh. imagine that the beer we were tasting we did, was nitro. And I knew. I knew because guess what? It's my pick. Yeah. Well, um, and you, you really. Ooh. Really hit it well. I had no idea. Ooh, also, I feel like the sound is amplified right now. Like, just hearing that pour into the glass it sounded like a commercial. You're welcome. I'm welcome. You're welcome. I'm just going to put my hand out. You can just, whenever the beer's ready. Oh, there we go. I beard you. Are you yeah, your show? I beard you. Beer me. So, what right. are you smelling it first? <clears throat> yeah, smell it. Interesting. Mm. What do you smell? What do you smell? hard it's almost like a little nutty or like yeah it's I, it's not like peanut butter but it is um, yeah it's like still that like vibe from it like it's almost like hazelnut too it's like um i, I get a little bit of like a nutella kind of hazelnut chocolate combined um yeah but it's not sweet it's just more like the nutty yeah. like that texture I can't it's, like it's really hard to describe like, earthy. like a little oily earthy yeah, yeah. something like, when are we roasted, to, roasted nuts taste yeah. It? yeah roasty after you've like scented all your aromas <laughs> let me pass it let me waft it past the nostrils wafty 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 I've not mastered that technique yet I mean it's too wow uh, super velvety on the on the mouthfeel it's just very smooth mm-hmm um, it's got Oh yeah, that nitro for sure. Oh yeah, it makes it super palatable. Um, it's yeah, and it leaves the mouth a little coated feeling. It's almost a little syrupy, too. Not like super heavy, but like just that thick, lot of residual sugar kind of stuff. In yeah, it. I would say the residual sugar for sure. Um, kind of like when you you have a really sugary beverage and that build up you get, you start to notice after a few sips. It's very sweet, also. Yeah. Yeah. After the tasting, it's a sweet boy. It is. Um, I mean, it could be sweeter. Yeah. This is like a dessert class, nitro dessert. It's. I get a little bit of coffee too, though. Yeah. It's. Well, it is kind of like you know, it's it's almost like you said it's like a hazelnut kind of a. Sweet cream oh that's a good yeah sweet cream that's um and then a little roasty char but not a lot but it's mainly mm. smooth but the nose is like kind of peanut buttery but mm. but mm. interesting interesting assessment yeah interesting assessment on on your thoughts on your thoughts of, the, of this blind tasting of this beer yeah i also get a little bit of like A little vanilla, maybe. Okay. Yeah, and a very subtle boozy finish. Yeah. Kind of like a coffee liqueur, kind of a finish, you know, like a white Russian. Um. um mm. 
And apologize if you can hear the dog whining in the background that wants to come in. He's just really sad. He really wanted to have something else. He wanted to try this beer. <laughs> oh, the, the official beer dog. Um, official beer dog. Well, so I opened my eyes. You opened your since eyes? I made it through and... Yep. Oh, so snap. It is a, uh, a golden, very clean, clear-looking beer. Color is not what I anticipated for this. Is not. Is this the White Russian Nitro? Is it? Is it? Oh! Yes, yes, this is. Good job. Very good choice. Coffee Very liqueur. Good. Now that was. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm proud of us. I don't think I'm, in a million years I would have done that if I didn't know that that beer had existed and that Lauren had had it before. Yeah. I feel like it would have been much harder. Well, and what's surprising to me is because we went in blind. Like, I picked up yeah something like that nutty aroma that I don't think I. Remember, I've had this. It's been a long no, time since I've had this. But, but I, it's the can. I wonder how old that can is. It's probably it, not the freshest can. Did you? You have some. Do you, what do you get on the nose? Do you get that peanut butter smell that we got? Not really. It's like I don't know. Maybe it's maybe we're mistaking that for like an oxidized like cream corn kind of a or not oxidized. It could be if, if the can if the contents are a little bit. Aged. Oh. I will I mean, say it's probably not the freshest. It's well, if it's from last year, <clears throat> it's, it's definitely a seasonal beer. Oh, that's my left hand. Yeah. Did yes. you say that already? Oh, I didn't say that. I didn't think it was. Um, I thought it was by somebody else, but yeah. Left hand has really good nitros. Um, yeah, they do. Now that was yeah, that's one of my favorite uh, nitros actually. To be, I'm What's kind of embarrassed. I didn't, on that can? I didn't notice it. I didn't notice that first, so I'm kind of The Best by Date? Lauren was reading The Best by Date and made a horrific face. I want to know what it is. Well, um, it's past it. Oh, okay. uh, apparently, it was Best by February 1st, 2021. Oh, okay. Well, just, <laughs> that's a suggestion. <laughs> yeah, just suggest. Oh, I mean, it's okay. still, not, it's not like it's going to poison us, but. Yeah. Maybe that's why it evolved a little bit, but, um, I still get a lot of that, yeah, the coffee liqueur flavor. Um, a little vanilla. A little bit of sweet cream. Vanilla paste. But I wonder if maybe I yeah, just oxidized a touch and then got sort of that, like that nutty aroma. Yeah. Intended. Because I, I never noticed that before. No, I've but this, it's... I've had it, a few times. It's pretty evident. Like, it's like, it kind of is like peanut butter, but... I mean, it actually kind of makes it, like, I mean, still decent. Like, yeah, it's, it's good. I'm going to finish my sample. There are, there are definitely worse... Um, off flavors you could get, but this is an off flavor. But nice, nice pick, LC. Yeah, definitely interesting choice too, because you know white stout mm-hmm. to the eyes. If we were to open them, we would. Yeah, thought it tricked you a little bit. Next week, you really got to trick us with something. In the end, we figured it out somehow. Maybe make sure the date is like. Okay, yeah. I'll make sure that past. something's in date. Okay. And I, it won't be a nitro. It won't be a nitro. Yeah, the nitro was like, psh, and I think from the nitro we were able to narrow it down quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you, I mean, imagine if you were like, oh, this is a, you know, this company's uh, Pilsner versus this one, we'd be like, the French. Yeah. Be, I bet we probably be, be like guess. Pilsner. <laughs> I don't even think we would be able to. It's 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 very Pilsner. Blind tastings are very difficult. They are, but I think it's really, it'll be good for us, too. Um, yeah, it's, like, fun. It's, I don't know, I was watching, like, a documentary on the road to Cicerone of this dude, and he um, was, you know, his wife would go to the store, buy a bunch of beers, and then, like, pour them out for him blind, and he'd, he'd try to, to figure out what they were. It was pretty impressive. That'll be, yeah, that'll be a nice, uh, nice segment for us to do, just for the fun of it, and also just to see what, um, what comes of it, as far yeah. as our growth with, um... 
That was a great documentary as well. I wish I remember the name, but it followed the story of Ryan Daly, who is now a master Cicerone. Um, But we did, I mean, we keep talking about doing Cicerone stuff, but I think it'd be fun. At least level one. Oh, yeah. Get get our certified beer server, then we can level up from there. Yeah. The you know the next levels you got to go do do some exams and stuff to be like certified cicerone and and all that stuff but uh, it'd be cool cool to add to your resume even though it has nothing to do at all with what we do imagine applying for a job and then you're like <laughs> what does this mean <laughs> I included in my resume because it required work I'm a level one cicerone I am a cicerone yeah um I think. We owe it to ourselves, really, to, to do it. We've talked about it. And honestly, level one, I think, would be, a, you know... A yeah, it's just kind of like study, take yeah. the test, I've heard, and, and do that. So I think I think we can do it. I what about you, Elsie? Are you down to clown? <sighs> sure, why not? Down to Cicerone? That was yeah, super let's enthusiastic. Let's do it. There it is. I am so excited. There is no other thing I could ever think of to spend my free time doing. But yeah, sure, I'll do it, guys. I, I sense a touch of sarcasm here. No, no, there's no sarcasm. Oh, okay, no Just sarcasm. Touch. No. Just touch. Does Lauren even like beer? Do you think beer? What is beer? What is beer? What is beer? That's a great philosophical Tune in question. next week to find out what is beer. What is beer? <laughs> Where is beer? But I guess uh, we wrapped up. You know, the LC's Tasting of the Week went well. And I think that that kind of calls the to a close of the, the episode of the podcast. So I guess we'll finish out by what, what do we have going on in the next time. So I think by the time this is released, like three days later, we'll be going to Oktoberfest mm-hmm. uh, in Winterville. That's in North Carolina for everyone uh, listening outside the area, if there is anyone. <laughs> um, and if you are, how did you find mom. us? <laughs> yeah. My mom, yeah. And Nick's mom. She lives out of town. You can come, but it's, it's kind of far away. Uh, yeah, short notice, my bad. But but yeah, so we'll, we'll be doing that, and that'll be a ton of fun. Can't wait to go. Can't wait to try this year's versions of the Fest beers, because yeah. you know, both breweries did a release last year, and that was a good time. Uh, so we'll be, we'll be doing that, and hopefully we'll be slinging some more podcast episodes yeah, we're, and uh, maybe some maybe some cool content from Oktoberfest while we're there. Um, I keep saying as if we're going to Oktoberfest, but it's our local Oktoberfest. Yeah, to our local. I'm, I'm going to call Oktoberfest anyway. Yes, we will not be traveling outside the country. Yeah, no. well, I mean, it's for the best we don't. And actually, there's no Oktoberfest this year anyway. So yeah, because uh, that would be not yeah. responsible. Yeah, that would be kind of not. It really is not. Yeah, when you get like ten thousand people in a tent, um, it seems yeah. bad. But uh, yeah, so yeah, we'll try to bring some cool content either some posts some maybe short videos yeah. maybe some quick on the fly beer reviews like we did last year yeah oh fun fact also I just was reading that the most attended Oktoberfest was in 1985 with 7.1 million people really that's what it said on this random that website that I found hmm. it was 175th anniversary of Oktoberfest oh so when is the 200th anniversary past what year did you say? Nineteen eighty-five. It would have been. It would have been two thousand. Uh, quick math. <laughs> <laughs> Darn. Two thousand ten. Okay. Well, so yeah, twenty ten. So two hundred and twenty fifth. Are they counting the years that it's canceled right now, though? I, I don't know. Count. Yeah. Probably not. I would imagine so. But it would be in years. Yeah. So I feel like you yeah, still have to count this. 
it's no, an but it's like you wouldn't say it's an anniversary if it didn't help. happen, right? I would think like it's. Well, I guess it would be. Okay, so yeah, never like, mind. Just never mind. Right, so just say I, I was thinking it more of like the occurrences. Like, like this is the two hundred seventy fifth. We're not going to celebrate Joe's birthday this year, so it's not going to happen. So he'll turn thirty next year. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's how that works. I want to stay twenty nine. Well, you're, well when you I'm put also twenty nine. I've been twenty nine for three years now. It's great. Yeah. Wow. It's great. Twenty nine forever. Well, don't we feel silly? We yeah. do. We do. Uh, so. I gotta ask. Yeah. Would you Would you find out from this podcast today, Lauren? Uh, well, I learned about the differences between like the Fest beer and the Martzen beer. Oh yeah. Martzen. Martzen beer. Um, and that there's I didn't realize that there were two different styles like in that setting, and that your Fest beers was traditionally served. Yeah. 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 I learned something much less serious than that Nick's favorite part of Oktoberfest is looking at me in Lederhosen. Oh, gosh. I thought it was pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't really learn that. I already knew it. I'm really good at hiding sad. my gaze. So. <laughs> um, well, I learned that uh, Lauren really just likes to dress up. She doesn't really care about the beer. It's all about just the costume for her. So, um, yeah. Um, we can just, in the future, when it's a little bit safer, we can just have costume parties and yeah yeah see office hoes and ceos oh yeah no that's too college oh sorry yeah we're we're, we're adults that ship's my silver we're adults this is the year of everyone will be in their 30s wow is that, is that right it's a depressing yeah. year yeah I'm not all too, the I'm little babies are it. growing up this is 30 guys this is 30 yes i've been here for a bit so okay we're changing the name this is the this is 30 podcast <laughs> Welcome to This is 30. Yeah, This is 30. I'm thriving. It's great. Thriving. I'm thriving. Well, we're drinking beer, having fun, so we are thriving. We are thriving. thriving. We yeah, are good. living our best lives. That's right. And I guess with that, we will sign off for this episode of Secondary Fermentation, brought to you by East Carolina Beer and Brewing. Uh, check us out on Instagram. You can check us out on our website at eastcarolinabeer.com if you want to read some reviews by two dudes who like to drink beer. Nick's doing a sweet robot dance to, to chalk us out here. At talk us out. What the hell is that? Nick, maybe to walk we, us out. Yeah, we'll do some video next time so you can actually see, see those, those sweet moves. But yeah, thanks for listening and uh, we appreciate you. As they say here in Greenville, and, and keep drinking beer. Cheers. Cheers. Catch you next time.